Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in Double Deuce episode 338. And I remembered this time because I forgot last time. It, I mean, that's you handicapped it with having just found out the last one. It's true. You like. It's true. You know, though, sometimes you don't quite. We've done some back to backs where, where you didn't. You forgot the clues. Well, it depends on how attention. much I've been drinking. You didn't learn the lessons of the Da Vinci Code. I did. We got guests. Yep. We got Todd <laughs> Soden and Sky Rosalina. Hey. Hey. Oh. This, this is exciting. This is very exciting stuff. Uh, I'm excited. Th- Are you? Yeah. You seem kind of mellow. Yeah, you seem kind of like you're about well, to fall asleep That's over pretty there. excited for Nelson. Yeah, no. I, I, I raised the tenor of my voice. Yeah. On a scale of like <laughs> 1 to 10, 1 being not excited at all, and 10 being like, oh shit, Balrog, where are you? I'm going to say a 7.5. Oh, that's, wow. That's pretty high. That's what, pretty what, high. Is your, what is your 10 sound like? Uh, the, my ten is there's the only the sound of my footsteps as I run away. Because <laughs> <laughs> ten is Balrog. Unless Balrog is just showing up to a party, and then I'm like, "Holy shit, a Balrog! Like, this party with me." Right. That's I guess what the ten would sound like. So Sky just showed up and dropped the armor down the well. That's seven point five. That's what yeah, we're that means, right that's, now. that's that's so exactly where we're, we're bringing it up. Yeah, we're halfway. Although, through. Will, your definition of exciting is terrifying. Mm-hmm. I was well, thinking you were saying that. I'm like, seven, I think that's five a seven or five. Is like, I'm pleasantly surprised. I'm like kindergartner at Christmas. When you, you know, like this. when you live with generalized anxiety disorder, <laughs> and this yeah. is your world, right? It's like, like tennis, flight, or flight. Gosh. Yeah. I'm so glad I'm 100% normal. Excitement <laughs> always comes with a, a nice side of terror. <laughs> nice, juicy side of terror. Mm hmm. Um, but we were going to talk about Henry Rollins, who uh, did a show when it, today, but it's last week now because time travel nonsense. So, uh, but we were saying earlier, yet yeah, last episode, which was today, that that was going on. Henry Rollins, you said you had a funny Henry Rollins story, Todd. Well, I don't know if it's funny because I can't rent DVDs from Liberty Hall because of Henry Rollins. Oh. I mean, I think that's kind of funny because who runs DVDs anymore? <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, old man, it's all about blue. It's tricky. Here's the thing: jokes on him. You better laugh. That being an yeah. issue in this, I outlived that one. You motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> the statute of limitations is up on that, Henry Rollins. <laughs> so yeah, this is I, this is I, it's a good long story. You know, I used to live in Topeka. All right, I'm sorry. God forbid. And uh, yeah. And I'm sorry to our Topeka listeners for me saying I'm sorry you live in Topeka. (laughs) Well, uh, a friend of mine, Bob Cutler, brought uh, Black Flag to town. And they needed a place to stay. Well, it just so happened that I had a place for them to stay. All right. So, this is where... This is an apartment. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good news. We have a place for you to stay. It's a a real building. (laughs) All right. And so, you know, so we had Greg Ginn and, you know, and Henry Rollins. The whole crew came and stayed at my place. And um, this, we move on, right? Here we are, like, three years later. He just dropped, you know, that his first album. It's huge. They had played uh, The Outhouse, and he had Bob uh, 
as the promoter of that show. Well, the second time through, he's big enough to do Liberty Hall. So, um, Bob is supposed to do that show. Bob doesn't have the money to put up front for Liberty Hall. So, I secure the money from George from the Mad Creek. Right. All right, we've it's got a whole thing going here. I'm a little surprised that Liberty Hall wouldn't be willing to make a deal for a, for a Black Flag to show up. <laughs> yeah. Well, so well, I think what happened is uh, the big promoters in town at the time were Dave Buden and uh, Jeff Fortier, and I think Dave Buden like just kind of well, I know he basically just took the show from Bob, right? Right. But because I was part of the original. Uh, promotion, I was supposed to get uh, free tickets to the show and blah, blah, blah. So the day of the show, I'm at Free State drinking, I think, six hours straight. All right, getting ready for the show. I get over there. What you got to do if you're going to go see a concert? Yeah, yeah. I get over there, and my name's not on the fucking guest list. All right. So I fucking go nuts because I'm drunk, and it's supposed to be my You've been drinking fucking for show six hours. anyway. And so I start throwing a fit. Eventually, Dave comes up and is like, fucking lets me come in, right? So I go in. and With uh, a head of steam. With a head of steam. And uh, Bob's band, Slackjaw, is playing. And uh, when they're done playing, they, uh, they're the, one of the opening gigs. They uh, wave me to come downstairs to the green room. Well, it just so happened I really had to take a crap. <laughs> All right. So I go down oh, and I take a crap in the freaking down there in the bot, you know, the basement yeah. of Liberty Hall. Mm-hmm. And as I am taking as a crap, security yeah. kicks everybody out of the green room. They're like, we don't care. You're slack jaw, whoever the fuck you are. Everybody's out of the green room. So I come out of the bathroom. No one's in the basement. I walk, <laughs> to, I walk to the green room and there's like a giant trough of fucking ice down Heineken's. Right. Mm-hmm. So I sit there, and I pop one, and I'm just sitting there expecting my friends to come back. Sure. Well, the next thing that happens, I know, is here comes Henry. And Henry's literally in his just his little black shorts. Mm-hmm. He is curling. He's got weights. He's curling. <laughs> All right? Yes. And I'm it's sitting not, there. Not, I'm sitting there like next to him. Listeners, that is just him. <laughs> it's, it's a special... Uh, I, I'm yeah. sitting there drinking this, and I'm like, so wasted I can't talk but I'm like do you remember staying at my house in Topeka and he's like yeah dude Walk, got up and walked away next thing I know there's three security guards <laughs> pulling me out forcefully out of Liberty Hall and I'm kicking and screaming like fuck you I want to see the show you know and I start calling Dave Buten a bunch of freaking names and like like I call that the lady that was running the video department at the time, a bunch of names, and I'm literally thrown out onto the mass street, kicked to the curb, doors shut, slammed behind me, and... That makes me think that he doesn't remember staying at your house. Yeah, he doesn't remember staying at <laughs> So, like a week later... Well, he is a liar. <laughs> so, a week later, I fucking go back to Liberty Hall to rent, like, Goodfellas or something, and they're like, sorry, there's a red flag on your name. We can't rent videos to you. And I'm like, oh. And then the owner of the Liberty Hall comes by. I forgot that guy's name. And he's like, and you're banned for life. Was it Tim? From Liberty was Hall. It, or was it uh, fucking Rob? I, I think it was Tim. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. And um, with the limp? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was tough. and um, and he's like, "You're not allowed to any more shows at Liberty Hall." I mean, I've been kicked out of the bottleneck for life, the replay for life, jazz house for life. <laughs> right. You know, so this was not a big deal for me. Are you a Lawrence business? Is Todd allowed to go there? <laughs> so, like, I... Hashtag Todd okay yeah. or Todd no. So, I, I leave, you know, I, I mean, there's blockbusters and shit, you know. I mean, I can go get Goodfellas somewhere else. Video, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and so, but like a year later I go and I still can't rent. And then it's like, I'm telling all my friends, it's like this Henry and Tim has since let me into shows. He let me, he let me into movies, you know, right, that stuff. Right. and, um, five years later I go and they're like, we can't. And I'm like, can you take it off? And they're like, no. <laughs> and like, I talk to people that have worked at Liberty Hall that are friends with people at Liberty Hall. And I'm like, get me off the list. I want to be able to rent a DVD. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a big deal now, but for a long time, it was like, a really big deal. How many people want to rent DVDs from you know? in this day and age? Like, yeah, I love to give you business. That's, that's, yeah, that's like, consistently I, the best video store in town. Yeah, without a By far. Yeah. And if you're in the, like, French New Wave or something mm-hmm. like that, I mean, were you really going to get a blockbuster? Yeah. Or Where else are you going to get your Derek Jarman films? <laughs> you know, it's going to be really hard. So... Uh, but so, how, what I want to know is who else is on that list? I don't I mean, know. I'm sure nothing but the finest. But yeah, are yeah. on that list. I want to know what kind of company you keep. <laughs> <laughs> but I bet I'd go in there right now and I couldn't rent anything from them. Wow. William Quantrill. Wow. Yeah. Prompt. They'll probably put a. Uh, are you, <laughs> listeners try to go into Liberty Hall and rent as Todd Soden and, and tell us how it goes. Hashtag double deuce. I'm Todd Soden or Team Soden. Maybe yeah. a little easier. Yeah. No. What did you call me at that almond thing? At the Almond Podcast. Once again, I don't remember the podcast. <laughs> I've over this. But I know that all my coworkers started. No, Sue Todd. It's hashtag Sue Todd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that at all, but if we're talking about any legal matters, I refer to yeah. you to my lawyer at Spicy Beef Gouse. Yeah. I mean, that does sound like something I would say, because you said hashtag first. Yeah. And I am the this hashtag This is the second guy. time today I've had to refer to someone to my lawyer before I was out, and uh, there were we took secret shots, and then I had to plead the fifth. I like that, like, there was this moment where you took the crap. All right. I'm going back to this because I think it really deserves. Can I apologize for my dogs barking at you endlessly? Don't worry about it. They're not going to give up. They're like, just let us go over and see. They can probably just barely hear you enough that I'm not asking you to quiet down. You simply apologize. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 that's all right. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. You're famous now. (laughs) <laughs> Don't worry. Nobody, nobody listens. You're, you're, you're on record as being polite. This is this is what happens to me all the freaking time. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. It's like I'm banned from this house. fucking block now. Yeah. Go to her house and, yeah. and annoy her dogs. Sure. <laughs> Those dogs had never barked before. We recorded in the garage. <laughs> We've been recording in the garage for like two years. <laughs> never happened. Hashtag Sue Todd. <laughs> Sue Todd. Are you a dog? You may be entitled. To 
Yeah, so I was thinking. Do you have you think of the old yeah, well, or have you listened oh, yeah. to Todd so Stone Reporter the Podcast? And then there's all this, you this like you're... Heineken Shangri-La. Yeah. You know, and what are you mm-hmm. supposed to do? Like, just yeah. wait for people. What would any of you do? I, I would have done the you same thing. You would pop behind Here's the thing. I've been in the basement of the Liberty Hall during it. Like, uh, I went to a Get Up Kids show where there was a tornado alert. Uh-huh. And so they told everyone had to go into the basement. And a lot of people were just hanging in the basement. And anytime I'm in the basement of Liberty Hall, I'm going to drink beers. And so, like, me and, and my buddy, I think it was me and Gauss and, and somebody else were at this show, and we we're just like, hey, there's a drop of beers. Just start drinking beers. Yeah. And then everyone starts to be like, hey, those guys are drinking beers. <laughs> so we drank all of the Get Up Kids beers nice. during the tornado break. I think it's worth it. I, I but we didn't get kicked out. But to be fair, we had numbers because the yeah. all of Liberty Hall was kind of in the basement or it left because yeah. there was a tornado. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you met up punk rock, punk rock, punk rock there. I mean, I think that, you out punk rocked him, frankly. Yeah, yeah. 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 you were yeah, drinking yeah, his yeah. beers, and then he resorted to using the Call lot of stuff. That is, yeah. that that like is not hedge. punk rock. Yeah. Yeah. Like if he'd have thrown you out himself yeah. and just been like yes. pitching it out. By the way, I'm telling them so you can never rent a French film again. <laughs> like he would about punk rock yeah. you. Exactly. <laughs> the fact that he made security do it. Mm-hmm. Nah, yeah. that's weak. If he'd been like, you got to fight me to drink beers down here, <laughs> and he defeated him in hand to hand combat. That's punk rock. Yeah. But he did yeah. less than that and not punk rock. If he'd, have been, if he'd have been like, we have to wrestle, and you wrestled, and then your eyes met, and there was a moment, and you were both, and, and some music played, and then it was a violinist on the side, and then the violinist was like, now you should kiss, and then you kicked him instead. That would have been really punk rock. Very punk rock. Yeah. 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 Or Even you, if you unkicked him, if you had just like fallen in, in love deeply, it's still pretty punk rock because you were still wrestling over beers before you met that. That's like that's how Kurt Cobain and Courtney Love fell in love in the basement of Liberty Hall. No wrestling for beers. Uh, so I think so. So it's grunge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That really, it's it's punk punk did. For no reason. Punk punk kind of came out of punk it's rock, is so um, counts ish. Although it didn't end well. Anyway, short of making out with short of making out with Henry Rollins or committing suicide, you did the most punk rock thing you could have done. Yeah, and if push come to shove, I, I could have taken him. Yeah, sure. yeah sure. he's just got vanity curling muscles. Yeah, I know. He's yeah. just yeah. He went to the theater cops to kick you out. He's not a guy who's gonna do it. No, no. no. Theater Nobody cops. goes to the theater cops because the theater cops are just some kids working people, in a theater. A lot of people do, but a lot don't. It was it's probably true. Almond. No, was no, probably no, no, I'm pretty there. good theater cop. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking don't come back here and try to rent shit. Motherfucker. Yeah. I remember the worst moment of having to be a theater <laughs> cop was, at, I, there was it was a Spider-Man movie and I don't remember which one, but somebody's like, hey, can you, there's, a, there's an old man he just keeps cursing loudly. Can you come deal with it? And I just walk up and be like, hey, sir, sorry. Um, someone was like saying you need to quiet. He was like, was those people in front of me? You stink like shit. <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair, this guy was like 65 yeah. and he was there with an eight-year-old boy. <laughs> so, And so it's like, sir, I don't want to get anything. I just need you to be quieter because the movie's about to start. The, the trailers are ending. He's like... I guess I'll do that. And then this is like, all right, if you don't, you got to leave. He's like, okay. <laughs> nice. But I didn't get I forgot you worked at a theater. For, for a long time. Me that, too. That, I worked at a theater forever. I got a pin when I retired. <laughs> <laughs> for, for 15 years of service. I, I remember one of my fondest memories was uh, we were showing Pretty in Pink. 
And Jesus. that was a long time you ago. You got a good right? memory. <laughs> and but it was the first <laughs> at least in our theater, it was our first PG thirteen movie. Right? Mm-hmm. Or it was PG right before there was PG thirteen. But I was sitting there, remember those little roller. I feel like it was later. Because the first PG thirteen yeah. movie is Temple of Doom. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Was it Temple of Doom or was it Dreamscape? It was Temple of Doom, I thought. Oh, okay. Well, if you guys remember, Pretty in Pink opens with the shower scene, right? Yes. And, like, so I'm up there rolling, vacuuming, you know, some popcorn outside the theater door. And this lady comes charging out with a giant tub of popcorn. And and her little boy in tow and throws the bucket of popcorn at me and goes... <laughs> Why are you selling tickets to that trash? And ran out of Penny Pretty and Pink. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there like covered in buttery fucking delicious popcorn. <laughs> you know? And I'm just like, what did I fucking do? Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know. But uh God. Nowadays she'd just be able to get on her Twitter and yell at Yeah. The theater. I'm going to say who made that movie, but uh, hearing about Pretty in Pink and Times Before PG-13, I'm listeners. I'm 39 years old, and I feel like I'm seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were alive for these things happening. Yeah, I don't remember it. <laughs> all, you were PG-13, like, what the hell? There's like one or two. Five. Yeah. You know, those man. I don't know. I got a lot of good theater stories, man. Those were the good old days because <laughs> we had midnight movies at that one. At the Topeka Boulevard Cinema. So and yeah. I worked at the Six when it was a second run house, which is basically like an eighties movie, frankly, because oh, yeah. <laughs> nobody yeah. gave a shit. Uh, <laughs> we nobody like we would do uh, in three rounds some some nights, especially on a weeknight, like a Tuesday. Sometimes we do like forty people. Yeah. Nobody was paying attention. Nobody was fixing shit. We had a we had a, a water leak <laughs> go in the men's room. <laughs> That was going through some electrical lights. <laughs> and someone's like, hey, you got, you got water going through electricity out there. Like, yeah, we told them. And they said they won't do anything about it. And so then we just, like, put a trash bag up as a trough to, like, make the water, like, aim it towards one of the urinals. Wow. <laughs> and so and they're like... So that's how you got the pin. Exactly. <laughs> right. Well, that's, that's, that's my old... That, that that's was, those were early days, but... I mean, that's that's why I was able to yeah. continue on. Yeah. Years of proud service. I got a pin. Man, it was every... We had three theaters, right? And since I was a young buck that supposedly knew what the kids liked, we'd always show Rocky Horror. We'd always show The Wall. If we weren't showing The Wall, we showed The Holy Grail. And then I got to pick the third movie. And so I picked these real... These real winners like Clockwork Orange and Taxi Driver were like, sure, 20 people would show up, but they'd all be asleep you know, by 2.30. There's, you know, and Heavy Metal, that's another great oh, one, yeah. man, that would just put everyone to fucking sleep. I mean, because it was that whole... There's no, there's no real narrative. It's just a lot of like, women riding fucking yeah. dragons and shit. Yeah. I, everything I brought was just a snoozer, man. I mean, they were great movies to me. I mean, yeah. they're great movies to watch during the day or when you could stay awake, but mm-hmm. or when you're at home night. and if you fall asleep, no big deal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or in a room packed theater. You yeah. know what I mean? Like full theater, everyone's enjoying it, everyone's having a great time. You're in that collective moment, but you're in a 
Fairly sparse theater, dark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do remember at the six at one point, like, uh, some of the ceiling tiles started falling in, but they're, like, closer to the screen, so we would just rope off the front, and, and we'd just be like, nobody said past this line. And then, like, someone was, like, watching the movie, and, like, a ceiling tile fell down, and they came out to tell us. We're like, where was it, though? And they're like, over there. It was like, pass the line, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's, why, that that's why you can't sit there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, but is that the thing you, like... We can't do anything about it. That's that we put the line up. That's what we can do about it. <laughs> Don't sit past that line. So, uh, when you were working at theaters, was it where you could go see a theater anywhere else? Go see a movie anywhere else? Uh, within company plus uh, plus Liberty Hall always had a deal with yeah. us. So, like whatever it, the the various companies I've worked for through the years yeah. always had like a Liberty Hall deal, and then beyond that, you could go. Yeah, because Lawrence didn't have a bunch of... Topeka had a bunch of theaters, including a porno theater, The Princes. What? And you could could call the manager of the Fox or Fairlawn or whatever and say, I got two guys coming to watch Aliens, you know, today. And they would just write you down and you'd go see it. Mm -hmm. Well, one day I got a call from The Princes. And those guys at the porno wanted to watch... Like, they wanted to watch Back to the Future or whatever. And so I got them on the guest list. Everybody and, did. Yeah. They Maybe really they did. thought it was Smack to the Future. <laughs> I don't know. But they came in, and they, those two guys were hilarious. And they're like, anytime you want to come and watch a movie, man, bring a 12-pack. We'll sit in the fucking projectionist booth. It'll be a blast. And so sure enough, I mean, they were showing, I think, The Devil and Mrs. Jones Part 4 or whatever. <laughs> and so we're like, me and my buddy were like, yeah, let's go to the Prince's and watch a freaking movie. And sat there with a 12-pack watching, like, there's, like, four dudes. Like, and we're up in the, you know, in the projectionist booth, like, looking down, drinking beers, <laughs> laughing at everybody, you know. And it was weird. That was a weird theater, but. Where was it? <laughs> it was in North Topeka. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. And if you go to North Topeka, I think you could still tell where it was by the marquee. Right. Just kind of like you can tell the varsity yeah. used to be a theater. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely not a theater anymore. Wow. There, there used to be a the 70s, cool. like a lot of just theaters after a certain time of night turned into porno theaters. Yeah. yeah. That was, I know, at the South when it disappeared at a certain point. But I remember at the this, and it had gone through the, the Hillcrest. I believe it went from back at the old... In the varsity with the theater days, mm-hmm. and I believe the varsity after hours at some point back in the past showed some movies. There was an envelope full of like clipped, like uh, frames of porn, oh. and it was this envelope full of it that it like traveled from theater to theater and was at one point in the ceiling at the south wind and at some point it disappeared from the ceiling of the south wind and that, <laughs> the, the culprit has never been caught <laughs> hashtag who stole the who stole the film porn if you, if, if you know uh, or you or anyone you know if knows you have a true crime podcast do you want to get in on this what's what's the robert stack exit line if you or anyone you know knows anything about this contact our helpline I remember uh, going to a midnight movie at the Varsity. It was Stooge Mania, right? And I was tripping my fucking balls off. And I had no money at all, so I begged change outside of the theater because I love the Stooges. Who doesn't? And I went in there, and I think there was a scene where Curly drops a mouse down this... Who was the chick that was always in 
big bosom. She was in like a lot of their stuff. She's like, she played like the rich. The rich woman. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he dropped like a mouse down her dress. And I fucking lost it, dude. Like I fell on the floor and I thought they were going to have to fucking carry me out of there. Like I could not stop laughing. It's like the most I've ever laughed. That's hilarious. It's like Acid story of Batman villain. <laughs> it was wild. Yeah, it really was, man. That was fun, man. And no, Double not- Deuce. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Double Deuce Podcast. We'd love it if you wanted to get a hold of us and let us know what you thought. You can reach us at DoubleDeucePod at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter at DoubleDeucePod or Facebook, Double Deuce Podcast. Yeah, and also you should uh, subscribe and you should rate and review and things. I hear that's good stuff to do and it makes us feel good. And on the inside. Yep, and the outside. Both. I was walking with a limp, and then Rob Schulte left us uh, a nice review one time, and then my leg was healed. I threw my crutches to the ground, and I was healed because of your love. Give me your love. I need to eat your love and grow strong. Double deuce. Good episode.